0: Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong.
1: Thank you, Evan. Today's guest is Kelvin Takeda, President and CEO of the Hawaii Community Foundation, a statewide charitable services and grant-making organization that gave away over $30 million in grants and contracts last year. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Kelvin Takeda. Welcome to our show, Calvin. Thank you, Carrie. So can you tell us a little bit more about the Hawaii Community Foundation and what they do?
2: Sure. The Community Foundation is a repository of charitable funds that have been set up by generous individuals and families and businesses all across the state to benefit the larger community.
0: So what do you actually do with these this money that is put into the fund?
2: Uh, it really depends on the donors. These are people who have taken the time and effort to pursue a passion about what they wanted to see accomplished in in the community. So our job is to be the steward of those funds to ensure that they go to the kinds of projects and the kinds of interests that they have. Some of our funds are set up as scholarship programs to help people where families come in and say, someone else helped me get a scholarship so I could attend college. Others are set up because people care about the environment. They want to be sure that the environment is protected. So it just depends on the passion and the dreams of the people who leave us the money. What's the average size for most of these gifts? Uh, It varies. We have multi-million dollar funds that have been set up by families. We also have small funds. They start at $10,000. We've had people walk in the door who were school teachers who took a bus to come to our office and wanted to set up a fund to help the community and then continue to contribute
0: to it year after year. So the community foundation is not only for rich people. It's for anyone who wants to have philanthropy of some sort.
2: That's right. You know, everybody can do something. And what we try to do is to help people find the best way to do that. Now, not everybody should set up a fund at the Community Foundation. There are people every day in our community who are giving back in their own ways. And what we're there to do is to help them figure out the best way to do that.
1: So there's different organizations that you already have or work with, and they say, okay, I want my money to go to this cause
2: there are different kinds of funds at the community foundation sometimes people leave us the money and what they want us to do is to continue to support a specific organization or a kind of organization for example people will leave us money because they love the symphony and they want to be they want to be sure that the symphony will be perpetuated uh into the future now, if something happens and the symphony goes out of business, then it's the responsibility of the community foundation to think of what that donor intended to do and to ensure that we continue to support a similar activity. So sometimes we'll support chamber music, for example. But the funds vary. Um, there are also funds that are set up where people have come to us and said, what I want to do is give back to charities during my lifetime. They set up what are called donor-advised funds. They're like mini-foundations. And what we do is to work with them to ensure that the money that they're giving in the community makes the biggest impact. We, we're a statewide organization. We have offices in each of the counties. Uh, I'd like to say that there's almost every year, you know, we touch almost every community in the whole state. And so as a result, we know a lot of information about what's going on in the communities, what the needs are, so we can help people direct their charitable uh, dollars to making the biggest difference.
1: And are all foundations set up the same way, or is HCF, how is it different than Com- others?
2: Community foundations are unique. Um, there are about 700 community foundations in the country, and they're all public charities. They, in a sense, they aren't set up by an individual. When you think of foundations, everybody thinks of like Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates. That's a foundation that was set up by particular individuals who still have a great deal to say about how the money is, is spent. In our case, we have 450 funds, each of those funds has a story behind it of a family, an individual who gave us those dollars and they either work during their lifetime with us or upon their death, we're in charge of being sure that their charitable wishes are carried out. So it's a very different kind of organization.
0: So how is it determined where the money actually goes? Do people apply, organizations apply, how does this process work? There's really um, three large parts
2: of how money is expended by the Community Foundation. If you look at the $30 million we administered in grants and contracts this year, the first is basically money we expend on behalf of private foundations where we provide services to them to help them uh, make grants. Uh, In those cases, they are making the decisions about where the money is spent, but we are providing services in a sense like a storefront to help them get their message across to the public who will be then applying for grants from them and to administer that grant program and to evaluate how they do with their grants. The second are funds that are the funds of the Community Foundation itself, those 450 funds I talked about. In those cases, some of those funds have advisory boards that are set up where we actually ask an advisory board to make decisions about where the money goes. Other times it's our board or our staff that does it, and in other cases the donors themselves recommend organizations and programs to give grants to. The third kinds of funds that we have are about $10 million a year that we give out in what are called public-private partnerships, where we've been entrusted with public dollars to distribute into the state. For example, Senator Inouye has worked very closely with the Community Foundation to get federal funds to help fight the ice epidemic. And our job is to convene the communities across the state, help them figure out what the best way to deal with the ice epidemic is, everything from drug court to the prosecutor's office, undercover cops, rehabilitation programs, youth prevention programs, a whole stream of activities that we work on together. So those are the three sort of major ways that the money is distributed.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. GreaterGoodRadio.com If you're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, please visit us online at GreaterGoodRadio.com. Today's guest is Kelvin Takeda, President and CEO of the Hawaii Community Foundation, a statewide charitable services and grant-making organization that gave away over $30 million in grants and contracts last year. So what are some of your bigger funds that you currently
2: the um the probably the fund that most people know about it the community foundation was set up by bob black uh bob black was an heir to the e black construction company and the development company and he left the foundation at the time of his death about 50 million dollars those funds are spent for culture and arts organizations for private schools uh and for other kinds of health and human service needs but you know it, it really there are all kinds of different funds. We have funds, for example, at the Community Foundation that have been set up by uh individuals who want to give back to the community, but they don't they want to do it anonymously uh part time residents who come here and want to give back to the community but don't want to spend the time that they're here with a lot of people hitting them up for donations so they set up funds at the community foundation. We have a fund that's set up and, and named after. The, the deceased dog of one of our donors. So, you know, it varies. People, some of them have a legacy that they want to
0: perpetuate about their family, and others basically want to do this quietly. So you talk about grants and contracts. What is the difference between a grant and a contract? Well, oftentimes,
2: you know, a grant is given to a nonprofit organization to support their programs or activities. But a lot of things that we do, for example, are like operating our own programs where we're making contracts with consultants, for example, to help nonprofits improve their internal capacity to do a better job, whether it be in uh, fundraising or with board governance or all kinds of other activities. The other parts of what we do that are very unique as as a foundation is it's not just about distributing money. Uh, Part of what occurs as a result of the level of engagement that we have in the community is the development of this huge knowledge base that's resident in the Community Foundation. If you take the staff of the Hawaii Community Foundation and you were to look at all the other institutional philanthropies in Hawaii, other private foundations, corporate foundations, and you combine them all up, our staff is larger than everybody else combined. Now that's a privilege of of the kind of scale that we have as an institution, but it's also a responsibility as a result of that that we harness that intellectual property that we get as a result of our engagement with the community and distribute it through some means. So we do a lot of consulting services ourselves to help not only private foundations but uh, individual philanthropists or companies to help shape their own charitable giving plans to help figure out what they're doing in the community. And we also commission a number of studies and reports. uh, And, you know, I write an article for the Honolulu Advertiser Business Section um, and those are all meant to be ways that we extend the the impact of the Community Foundation beyond just the grant-making to also be about helping educate others about philanthropy and about the larger issues in our community.
0: Can you give a real-life story of how the funds that Hawaii Community Foundation has either donated through grants or contracts actually had an impact on Hawaii? Uh,
2: there, there are so many, uh, Evan, but... Uh, well, there are two that are kind of interesting. The the first is, uh, I'll tell you a story. There was a woman named Teresa Hughes who left a fund at the Community Foundation, and her particular interest was in helping young women get ahead. Um, and what we tried to do was to use these funds particularly to help women who were going back to school after they had children. Um, one of the recipients of the Teresa Hughes Scholarship was a woman named Puni Kekaoha, um, Puni had had several children and had uh, gotten divorced and was just going back to school. And these funds allowed her to have a scholarship as well as to provide for daycare so she could go back to school. Puni goes back, gets her degree, and now she's a leader in the community at Papua And part of the reason why she chose to give back to the community was in part because of what happened to her, right? She becomes, we have an award we give out every year called the Ho Kelly um, Leadership Award. And these are for people who are unsung heroes in the community that are executive directors and nonprofits. Well, we gave one of those to Puni, not knowing that she had been a recipient of this earlier scholarship award. So there's a great example of a gift that not only helps an individual, but it sort of has this huge ripple effect. It helps that person not only be successful in their own right, but it also helps to develop a sense from their perspective of wanting to give back in the community. Just recently, I'll give you another example. Just recently we made a grant to the American Civil Liberties Union to help them convene uh, a number of the community leaders and uh, part- uh, sort of stakeholders around the whole youth correctional facilities work where they've taken a real big step at trying to improve the conditions in the youth facilities right now that have been in the papers for uh, the last six months. So those are the kinds of things that we do.
1: Thank you, Kelvin. We'll talk more after the break. Stay tuned for more on ESPN 1420. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio.
0: After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawai'i's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Haneman.
1: The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed.
0: The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry and will inspire you to live a greater good life.
1: Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com.
0: Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss?
2: Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and midweek work with monsters so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com.
1: We're back with Kevin Takeda, President and CEO of the Hawaii Community Foundation. So, Kelvin, can you tell us how you got started with the Hawaii Community Foundation and just in nonprofit? Organizations in general?
2: Um Luck. Basically I, I uh got out of law school twenty five years ago and uh was fortunate enough to be offered a job with a nonprofit organization called the Nature Conservancy. Uh and I was single, I didn't have a family. I didn't have a lot of debt coming out of law school at that point. Back then it was still cheap to go to school. You know, now it's much, it's a much more different situation. And so I took a chance and I went to work for this nonprofit organization instead of joining a law firm. And it just really suited me. Um, The nonprofit sector is a sector full of entrepreneurs. Uh, It's full of experimentation. And for my type of um, for my temperament i guess it was just a great thing and i've been a non-profit junkie ever since i left the nature conservancy seven years ago to become the ceo of the hawaii community foundation uh, and so it's just been a great experience the whole way
1: and growing up did you have that mind thought but you know giving back to the community being involved in nonprofits, or was it something that just kind of came across your path and you said let me try it
2: you know i I think like a lot of other people that were born and raised here, um, you know, being involved in the community is just sort of second nature. You know, you don't kind of see yourself as separate from the community. But I never knew about nonprofits. I never knew that that kind of opportunity existed. Uh, So it was never a planned thing. Uh, It was just something that fell in my lap, and I was lucky enough to pursue it.
1: And when you got involved in the nonprofit side, did you know that there was so much entrepreneurship and business that would be involved in it?
2: Not really. Um I just I I was always an outdoors person. That was what sort of interested me in the nature conservancy job. Uh but you know, I had no idea when I went to work for the nature conservancy in 1980, it was a national organization that was growing by leaps and bounds and I just kind of hooked on for the ride. Um, and you know, now I think it's about the 10th largest charity in the United States. So I really, I was just a very lucky guy.
1: You know, some people think of nonprofits and charitable organizations as just giving your time as volunteer time. Is that true?
2: Some people don't realize that the nonprofit sector in Hawaii is, is very large. It's the fourth largest employer in the state of Hawaii and back in 19 and 2001, we did a survey that showed there are about 41,000 full-time or part-time employees in the nonprofit sector here in Hawaii and about a similar amount who volunteer. Uh, and so you do see a very large sector of the community volunteering, but it's also a huge part of our economy.
1: What, what do you think about people who th- say that, you know, they can't really help these nonprofits or get involved in the community until they get their career set, you know, and they're they're comfortable with where they're at?
2: Well, I think that um everybody has to struggle with how they allocate their most important resource, which is time. So I can certainly understand when people say they don't have time to give back to the community or or they you know they don't have time to join a board. Um but you know, I, I think everybody tries to give back in their own way. I would just encourage people to think about it simply because I think there's two real great benefits you get. The first is that there's the intrinsic reward of being involved in something greater than yourself. But the other thing is that you meet all kinds of people that you wouldn't normally meet in your everyday life, and those people have a way of influencing your thinking and your perspective that can be helpful.
1: If you're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guest is Kelvin Takeda, President and CEO of the Hawaii Community Foundation, a statewide charitable services and grant-making organization that gave away over $30 million in grants and contracts last year. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. Feeling fine, we're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptune nice, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptune. Nights, For bubble tea supplies in your friends, home, at a party or like business, contact Bubble Tea end. Supply at 948 2622 or online at mouth. bubbletea.com. tea.com. Neptune, nights, the sunshine in your mouth. for somebody that's in their career and is interested in giving back, if they're not really sure what organization to help with, they, they know their interest, but you know there's so many organizations like you said. Can they contact your organization and say, I'm interested in arts? Could you give me a list of people that I might be able to help and volunteer my time to?
2: Um, I think the best thing they, they need to do first is to think about where their passion is. You know, Because if you're going to be volunteering your time you're going to be doing it uh, at the expense of your family or your free time that you could be doing other things so you know you 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 better enjoy what you're involved in so whenever people ask me that question I always stop and I tell them you know go away and think for a while about what really interests you when you read a story in the paper what kinds of stories interest you what kinds of human interest stories you know get your attention and kind of go to your heart and your soul and when you figured that out, then I think you can begin to pursue a list of organizations. There are plenty of places to look. Um, you know, certainly United Way has a list of organizations. We do as well. But And also to go to the website of organizations, that's a great way of finding out more information. But it has to be a personal search, I think, to some degree. The other thing I should say is not every nonprofit, uh, not every volunteer pursuit is in is to the benefit of a nonprofit organization think of all the coaches all the people that are you know organizing canoe clubs all of those kinds of things are huge volunteer reservoirs and, and people who are contributing back to our our common good
0: kelvin our show is focused on social entrepreneurship so primarily companies that have a profit mission and a social mission H- through your experience have you seen any really good examples of how this can work in hawaii's market the um you know it it's interesting because
2: you know everyone sort of has this interesting delineation between for-profit and non-profit and my contention in the 21st century is you're seeing these two things kind of merge uh first of all you're seeing non-profit organizations become very sophisticated business organizations in how they operate how they strive to be efficient how they sort of strive to be uh relevant in the marketplace So you're seeing nonprofits, I think, become increasingly adept and agile organizations. On the other side, you're seeing for-profit organizations adopting stronger social missions. Um, Take Timberline, for example, where Jeff Schwartz goes into Timberline and really reinvigorates that organization by putting front and center this whole notion of giving back as part of Timberline's value statement. I think if you look at the competing War for talent that takes place in the for-profit sector certainly, and we see that in the nonprofit. Values and intrinsic rewards are increasingly important to people, and I think especially as you look at younger people who have grown up in the service-learning mod mod module at school and others, you know, they they're coming into the workforce and they want something more than a paycheck. Now, part of that is. Uh, personal advancement and reward, but also part of it is being part of something that has deeper intrinsic meaning to them. So I think if you're a for-profit business and you can fold in social mission or social benefit as part of what you are trying to achieve, you have a greater opportunity to attract and retain high-quality talent than if you don't.
0: What examples can you give of local companies or local entrepreneurs that have done this successfully?
2: Um, it's really kind of hard for me to point to, um, you know, I think for the most part, our businesses have been pretty good about that. Um, you know, I, I, can't give you an explicit example off the top of my head, but if you look at local companies, they have a very, very strong sense of civic responsibility. They're deeply involved with the Aloha United Way or their respective United Ways. Um, they've seen it as an opportunity to develop the talent within their organizations and to have them have stronger relationships and ties to the community at large. So I just sort of see it as second nature here, um, but I do see it as growing increasingly explicit as you know as we evolve um, this merger between the nonprofit and for-profit sector. I think you're going to see more of these kinds of blended organizations.
0: So what's your take on the notion that people think about nonprofits as not really businesses? They're just kind of social organizations
2: Well you know I, I just think it's um, I think I think people have to realize that nonprofits are businesses. Uh, you know they're, they're as I said earlier, they're a huge part of our economy and they're a very large employer in our economy. Um, they're extraordinarily um, flexible organizations uh, but they're just a different kind of business. Uh, if you stop and think about the normal business, Situation. It's very easy to look at the bottom line. You have a customer, and the customer buys your goods or services, and it, it creates the bottom line. The difference is in a nonprofit sector, you oftentimes have this this separation, this duality between who your customer is or your client, and basically who's paying for it. You know, you're you're. Let's say you're your Institute for Human Services, your customers are the people who are living on the streets that you're trying to give shelter and food to. But the people who are paying for it are the city and county government, the state government, your donors and foundations. So it's very hard to have an alignment that's very clear and transparent in those kinds of situations. The other thing about nonprofit organizations is they typically don't get financed the same way a business does. You get a business plan, you walk down the street to Central Pacific Bank, and if you're lucky enough, you can get a business loan. There's nothing that's akin to that in a in a commercial context of financing a lot of what nonprofit businesses do. So nonprofits almost by virtue of the way they're define live hand to mouth. Now some people say that's not being business-like. Well, it's not being business-like because they they operate in a different context. It's not that they aren't businesses, it's they're different.
1: So how would you go about raising funds? I mean, I know you mentioned before that people are donating these funds because they're interested in helping the cause. But say the funds stop from the community.
2: That's the fragile nature of a nonprofit. Very few of them, most of them are expending all the money they can to achieve a mission. That's the other part of it. Is you know you don't put the money aside because a lot of nonprofits, a lot of organizations out there, they spend all the money they raise because they're in the business of doing that. They're not in the business of trying to perpetuate the organization as it is that they're trying to achieve a me- mission. You know, feed the hungry. You know, shelter the homeless. Um, take care of kids after school. Uh, so they they're by nature fragile. They do depend on the generosity of our community which is a very generous community. Nine out of every ten households in Hawaii give to charity every year, and they do so at a rate that's higher than the national average. But in a small community like this, we all depend on that a great deal.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Kelvin, on Greater Good Radio Hawaii. For more information or transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host Evan Leong and Carrie Leong saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii.